performance tonight um, in that type of environment with our fans and crowd it was really ready and no problem. But Purdue deserves credit, executed well. They got some guys stepping up right now and, and coming outside of a, you know, maybe a tougher start. The Wheelers three threes to start the game. They got some guys obviously at the right time of year, you know, stepping up and playing well, making some plays. They got a lot of good contributions. And um, you know our offense, in particular, in the second half, when we needed it to be more efficient, wasn't. But uh, give them a lot of credit. Here's the crowd. Did get back. Here's the crowd. We got Coach Casey, man. That's the guy I care about. That's the guy I want behind my bench every time. We're just a locker room. That's the guy I care about. Whatever this halftime, it doesn't matter. We knew we were going to come out. We knew we were going to come out here. Welcome back to the. Tan and J-Man show. Sorry to all the uh, Hoosier fans and me, because even though I'm not a Hoosier fan, I have to hear about Purdue all the time. They had to listen to that. Um. <laughs> there was a basketball game on Saturday played in Bloomington. You wouldn't have known it if you watched the bar- uh, broadcast. I thought it was just a, um, it was a bo- celebration for Bob Knight. Yeah, it was a Bob Knight. Uh, we'll get into that. It was almost like his funeral, even though he's still alive, the way people were talking about it. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, But anyway, the Tan and J-Man show is brought to you, as it is every week, by the Dam Landing. It's Valentine's Day weekend at the Dam. Friday and Saturday, we have racks of ribs on the smoker, hand-cut ribeyes, grilled shrimp, and our epic Brussels sprouts with Dam Bacon Jam, available Friday and Saturday. Dam Bacon Jam. 5 p.m. until we sell out. Also, coming soon is the Dam Smoke, which I think this is technically the Dam Smoke. It'll be yeah, available yeah, on be. weekends, feature barbecue and steaks. Uh, Good stuff. Hit up the damn landing at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester, right on beautiful Lake Manitow. Good read, Jay, man. What's going on there, T-Dog? I'm in a pretty good mood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling be. a lot better about my basketball team than I was a week ago uh, at this time. You weren't just isn't super. That, isn't that funny how... Uh, I've, I just figured you were super pumped about uh, Parasite winning Best Picture last night. That too. At, that uh, too. The Oscars. Did Did you see any of the Best Picture nominees? I don't. I didn't watch any of the Oscars. So I don't even know what was up for it. I don't. I didn't. I don't pay attention to the award shows. So, what was up for it? Um, well, the movies I saw. I saw 1917. I haven't seen it. Great, phenomenal. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's also seen it. really good. The Irishman on Netflix. Awesome. Have not seen it. Was going to watch it the other day. Or it's three and a half hours, but yeah. uh, I'm big into mob movies. Uh, yes. What What else was up? Uh, I'm completely blown. Oh, Joker was also up. I haven't which seen was, it yet. Uh, which is a very uplifting and uh, just happy, happy film. So you could imagine uh, Joker being. Yeah. But anyway, I got some birdie bogey for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it, I think. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Can uh, I phone a friend? No. Oh, darn James Harden recorded his 42nd career 40-point double-double, which means he gets 40 points. 42nd career double-double. 42nd 40-point. 40-point. Which means he has to have 40 40 points. points And and either 10 boards, 10 10 assists, 10 steals, 10 blocks. Second most since the ABA-NBA merger in 1976-77 season. Who has more? Wow. This person has one more. This person has 43. Okay. He's a pretty good... uh, Play well, yeah. Pretty good basketball player. Yeah, Hall of I don't Famer. think he'd be bad if uh, is a Hall of Famer. Yes. Okay. I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think. Okay. Pretty bogeys brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their website, noblenomellc.com. 
get not, your veggies. Say it's not time right. to get your veggies. Pretty yet, close. But we're getting closer. Spring is in the air. It's right around the corner. Even though it's supposed to be like 12 degrees on Friday. Is it really? I think so, yes. Well, you're kind of the weather guy. You're kind of my go-to guy for weather. <sighs> they don't call me meteorologist J-Man for nothing. Never heard anybody call you that. I've called myself that many. That's how you got the nickname J-Man. You created it yourself. That's right. We're going to throw back real quick for those that don't know. We were playing Madden, what? Back when I played video that games. Was a while back. and uh, Five years ago. You were running the ball on me. I said, nobody runs the ball on me. The J-Man does. That's how it started. That's how it started. And it's stuck. And it is stuck, and I am extremely, extremely proud of it as well. Better than uh, some nicknames you could have had. Better than a lot of nicknames I had growing up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you hit on that one. I wasn't touching that. So, You ready for the, some on this day? No, get educated on what's happened on February 10th throughout sports history. I like learning. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. On, on this day in 1961, the AFL's L.A. Chargers moved to San Diego. They're back. And they're in back. LA. And in the NFL. Were they not in the AFL? Or they were in the AFL then? They yes. Said that. Okay. And, uh, and they're kind of in the news today. Adam Scheffner reports that the Chargers and Phil Rivers are officially going to be split. Phillips not going to be a Charger next year, which I thought was already kind of confirmed and known. Yeah, for a few weeks. So End of an era. Where is he going to be playing next year, Tampa Bay or uh, Indianapolis? Those Are those my only two options? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the two that are being thrown out there um, by a few guys on Twitter, including Benjamin Albright, who I put a lot of stock into what he says. So I'm still in the uh, retired camp. Okay. I just, just For whatever reason, I think he's going to retire. I see him in Tampa Bay and being the bridge for Eason. So you think they're going to take yeah. Jacob Eason? Yeah, yeah. Uh, presuming that there's a lot of rumors about him in Tampa. So he seems like one of those guys uh, that come after the combine anyway. That uh, he'll fall down draft boards. He, he could rise way up because he has the size, arm mm-hmm. strength, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait about two months from now, we'll have a pretty good idea where most quarterbacks anyway are gonna at least be yep. taken maybe not by the team they're gonna be taken but uh first second round stuff like that. well you know if the dolphins are inter- interested in Tua, they got a good report today so. yeah speaking of Tua, uh his hip is healing extraordinarily mm-hmm. well that's good is, news uh, probably for the fish i would think unless they have to trade up for him yeah i don't think they're gonna i think they are going to have to trade up for him we will see on this day, 1969, LSU's Pete Maravich. Pretty good. Pistol Pete scored 66 despite in a losing effort to Tulane, 101-94. <laughs> so he scored 66 of his team's 94 points, and they lose. Old Press Maravich uh, didn't like uh, playing much defense, sounds like. On this day, 1971, Bill White became the first African-American baseball announcer. He announced for the New York Yankees. Say that again. Bill White became the first African-American baseball announcer hmm. on this day in 1971. He was a Yankees announcer. Billy. Um, on this day in 1985, the 35th NBA All-Star Game was held right here in the state of Indiana at the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis. The West 85. beat the East 140-129. to 129. Who was MVP? 85. I'm going to say the hick from French Lick. No. I like the guess. How about Ralph Sampson? Center for the Houston Rockets. It's pretty good out of Virginia. Son was uh, decidedly mediocre at Minnesota. Yep. Uh, let's see here. 
This is kind of funny one. On this day in 1989, to gain uh, deregulation, the WWF, uh, which was called at the time World Wrestling Federation, admits pro wrestling is an exhibition and not a sport in a New Jersey court. <laughs> Still good entertainment. Holds true to this day. Still good entertainment. Yeah. On this day in 1991, the 41st NBA All-Star Game was held at the Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. The East beat the West 116-114. Who was the MVP? I'm going to go with the round mound of rebound. Charles Barkley. I think you saw my screen. I did kind of get yes, a side, side so, glance. What team was he playing for, 91? 91, uh, Sixers. Yep. Yeah, I thought I thought you saw my screen. This is getting too hard. To, <laughs> I'm going to have to. I, I won't look unless. Yeah, yeah uh, I got another one, so don't look. I will not look. On this day, 2002, the 51st NBA All-Star Game was played in First Union Center, in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the West beat the East 135 to 120. Who was the MVP? 2002. I'm going to go with Kobe Bryant. I think you looked at my screen. I did not look that time. I but it was the late swear. Kobe Bean Bryant. You you didn't get to uh, talk about Kobe a few weeks ago after it happened. Uh, no, I didn't on this podcast. I did another podcast and radio and stuff. So, um, well, maybe I'll give my thoughts on him some some other time when we need some filler, but. Uh, on this day, 2007, the NFL Pro Bowl was held. 2007. The AFC beat the NFC 31-28. Who was your MVP? Is that when Sean Taylor annihilated, uh, what's his name, Brian Mormon? The uh, the punter, do you remember that? I remember him doing that. I don't know what year that was. 2007. It just gives me the MVP. The quarterback? Yeah. Donovan McNabb. No. Who? Carson Palmer. Of the then Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. In 2008, the Pro Bowl was held. NFC beat the AFC 42 30. 2012? No, 2008. Oh, 2008, sorry. The very next year. Um, the MVP was uh, NFC player. Sean Alexander. No, but same position. Adrian Peterson. Huh. Sean Alexander was a good one. Underrated. Yes. He was like the best back in the league at that point. He was on the Madden uh, cover one year. What year was it? 2007, I think. Zero six or 07. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was a good running back, and no one really remembers him, though. And on this day last year, the eight centra- centrally owned and operated team Alliance of American Football gets underway. <laughs> the Orlando <laughs> Apollos beat the Atlanta Legends 40-6 to at Spectrum Stadium in Orlando, Florida. About five weeks later, the league was canceled. Speaking of new football leagues, you watch any XFL? Uh, watched about ten to Saturday? ten to fifteen. I did not watch any yesterday. Watched about ten to fifteen minutes uh, on um, Saturday, not yesterday. Saturday. I watched about ten minutes or so. Uh, for whatever reason, can't get into another football league, especially the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a little early. Um, um, maybe if they'd start the league in like. I don't know, April, when football's not just fresh in your mind. You see the two best teams in the NFL play one week, and then you have a bunch of guys that aren't good enough to sure. play in the league. Uh, the quality of play isn't nearly as good. Sure, but, but you know that going in, and um, mm-hmm. the I, presentation's I, way better than the AAF. I was just AAF about to say, or whatever uh, it was called was. The American Alliance football. AAF. A- AAF uh, it's so much better yeah. than the AAF. Yeah. Uh, there's actually. The players are a lot better. You actually know a lot you of know, the players. Especially the quarterbacks. Uh, former, I mean, a lot of them were former NFL guys yeah. where the AAF guys were just guys, undrafted free agents, fresh out of college, yep. or been around for a little yep. while. It's never been able to stick. Um, they do a, quite a few things that uh, I wish the NFL would take 
or would adopt the kickoff rule as we were talking about. I think NFL and college, at least if they're smart, will research that and study it Mm -hmm. and then make up their mind if that's something they want to implement into their league. I did like every coach was mic'd up and you got to hear like play calls and stuff. Yeah, um, you even got to hear an F-bomb live on TV. I was going to say the guy who was in charge of the dump button wasn't very good. The guy who did that was Dylan Day. He used to be a Bronco at one time. He was mostly a practice squad guy. Uh, but, yeah, Dylan Day, big old F-bomb <laughs> after a fight. Um, and the fact that they pull players right right off the field and interview them right away. Yep. Uh, I that was cool with a kicker. Yeah, especially yeah. after he missed the kick, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that would fly in the NFL. Probably you, not. Uh, too they, much. They ego. won't let the play calls. You be able to no. hear the play calls come in like they did. And Norm Chow calls his plays weird, by the way. Really? Bugs me. He's so slow with them. Wasn't, wasn't he had Ohio or Ohio Hawaii when uh, Colt Brennan was there? In USC, Air Raid. For a while. him yep. and June, June Jones was at Hawaii when Colt Brennan was there, wasn't? Yeah, he? they're they're the same. Air raid. That's June office. Jones is Houston's coach, and Norm Chow is their office coordinator. Oh. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking Norm Chow was. Uh, I think he's on Houston's office coordinator thing. It was also interesting. They put cameras in the locker room at, like, halftime and mic'd everyone up. Uh, what keeps the other team from watching? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they got something. I they so just they don't have yeah. any. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then the uh, post-game celebration out of the St. Louis team, they were – Shotgun and beers. Uh, hard, and, yeah. hard seltzer. Yeah, or, yeah. Man, it was a seltzer instead of beer. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how long. Do you, you think it lasts the whole season? I'm going to say it lasts the whole season. It will be interesting, though, in, say, two, three weeks when the novelty kind of wears off. Because a lot of people were really into the AAF the first week or two and then completely stopped watching. I will say attendance was really – it looked really good. They almost had a sold-out game in Washington, D.C., I mean, I, I mainly just watched the one at MetLife Stadium, but it looked like attendance was pretty good. So uh, it'll be interesting. I think it lasts. I had a college roommate who went to the Houston game. Said he it said it was really, really fun. fun. So um, we'll see. Yeah. There's a lot of money involved. I mean, you got Fox and ESPN and ABC involved. Yeah. Um, the ratings were already better than, I think, the top three MLS games of all time. <laughs> So and that league still is going on and on TV. So people watch soccer. You, you know what I'm saying? So how? Yeah. You know, even though we don't watch this league, a lot of people. Won't, if the ratings stay the same there, I guess it's gonna live for a, while, a little while. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But as I, a, I, and I, I give it at least two years. Yes, with the guy who started it, and Vince, Vince McMahon, multi-multi-billionaire. He uh, has so much money to burn. Yeah. And he's how old is he? He's in, in his, his 70s. 70s. He needs to worry about his um, actual wrestling product instead of venturing out into other things, but that's conversation for another day. That I don't want to have on this show. I don't want to have it with <laughs> you either. So, um, He doesn't care about if it isn't going well. He's still going to put out that product. The problem with the AAF was there was just not much money involved yes. where Vince McMahon's a they lied. billionaire. They, they pretty much said there was money, and then they had to take loans. Couldn't. Couldn't make yeah. payroll, yeah. Uh, which that should not be a problem no. for Vince no. McMahon. No, no, no Especially no, no. if fan support's pretty good. Yep. But, yep. but again, I, I, I think they're hurting themselves by putting the season right after yeah, the NFL they're starts. They're going to run up in the March Madness next month, yep. and then they're going to run up into the Masters yep. during the, in April. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. – but that's – yeah, no, that's going to hurt. Yep. They're really – I mean, they have the Canadian Football League in the summer, but it would have been smart to put it like – Late May and yeah. run into right into the NFL season, kind of be a lead up. Yeah, a lead you have in. a team. No, I couldn't 
tell you no, where team either. What one? Maybe the Seattle master. Dragons. They might be my team. They got a Boilermaker. Is, is there team. a Kirk Barron. Uh, what? What are some of the team nicknames? Uh, Houston Roughnecks. Not good enough. So, yeah, Seattle Dragons. I don't. I'll look it up. Um, I do have a computer in front of me. Sorry, we are not very in tune into the XFL. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Got the Seattle or the St. Louis Battlehawks. Battlehawks. I can't root for anything St. Louis, though, so they're out. Seattle Dragons. Dallas Renegades. Renegades is cool, man. Tampa Bay Vipers. Coached Ooh, by uh, I'm a, Trestman. I'm a, uh, no, can't, can't, can't. <laughs> Houston, root for Houston Trestman. Roughnecks. DC Defenders. New York Guardians. Los Angeles Wildcats. Vipers is really the only nickname I like, but Mark Tressman is uh, in charge. Yeah. So, hey. Uh, I'll, I'll root for uh, Bob Stoops' team. I think that's Dallas Renegades, I believe. Yeah, they were playing at Globe Life Park, which is where the Rangers used to play. They opened their new stadium. They were like nine-point favorites over St. Louis and lost. I don't know how they could even have lines <laughs> on look, games. Just looking, just at, the looking at the roster and thinking on paper who's better than the other team. But yep. big, Biggest upset in football this year, <laughs> the XFL. I did forget one on this day. I even ripped off my calendar at work. Just John Calipari's uh, 61st birthday today. I don't. Couldn't care less. Um, on this on February tenth, nineteen ninety two, the Atlanta Falcons traded Brett Favre to the Green Bay Packers for a first round draft pick choice to seventeenth overall. The Falcons took Favre in the second round of the nineteen ninety one draft out of University of Southern Mississippi. During his rookie year, rookie year he played in two games, was zero for four in passing attempts, threw two interceptions, and was sacked once. He fifty uh, percent of his throws were picked off. Yeah, if it his rookie year. Uh, he took over as starting quarterback for the Packers in the fourth game of the 1992 season, and he went on to finish the season's second NFL in completions with 302. Atlanta used the first-round choice and in the in the trade. It received Favre and got running back Tony Smith, also from Southern Miss. He lasted just three years in the NFL and gained only 329 yards. Got a trivia question for you. Who was um, the starting quarterback for the Packers when – Favre took I don't over. know who the starter was. I'll, I'll give you a million guesses. I know Kurt Warner was on the team, or at least later, maybe a few years later. He wasn't in 92. And, uh, maybe 94, maybe. But uh, no, I don't know, Josh. Don Mishkowski. Mishkowski? M A J Kowski. Majkowski. Yeah, nope. Never heard, heard of him. him. Through 66 career touchdowns. Uh, he's no far well, Rodgers or Bart Starr. So. He started for the Colts back in 94. Interesting. Six games. Is it really interesting? No. Or no. Just flattering. Yep. <laughs> Want to talk some hoops? You can. I'll listen. <laughs> the, well, uh, the Big Ten is crazy right now. It's uh, week Gosh, to week. Crazy. But before we get into the games... I want to do – it's a little over midway point yeah. in the Big Ten. It's it's a good spot to do it. Let's do our awards for the Big Ten. Coach of the year. Steve Peichel. Pat Chambers. All right. I would even – I even think Brad, Brad Underwood. Brad Underwood would get some votes. But Peichel, I know Chambers. Even, even Fran McCaffrey probably deserves some votes. Matt Painter could deserve some votes. If they, He's if won they, it way too many times. Play. He needs to he get take, votes. take a back seat for once. No. I like Matt Payne. But, but my reason how many for times Pico, he won it? Four times? Yeah, he's right behind um, Knight, I believe, for the most ever. Maybe Bo Ryan maybe won five. That's enough. But uh, who is your least valuable coach? It's got to be Holtman, doesn't it? Yeah, especially with the 
I can almost say Archie. right now Tom Izzo. <laughs> oh, Tom Izzo. They were ranked number yeah. one to start season. They are the first team since Kentucky in 2013-14 to be ranked in preseason number one and fall out of the ranking at some point. Um, my reasoning for Pico right now is they haven't made tournaments since 91. That's fair. They're pretty safely in right now. They're 16-0 and at home, which is mm-hmm. the best home record in the NCAA. They Not did, just the Big Ten, the NCAA. They did squeak one out against a bad Northwestern team. Although Northwestern's hanging tough against I everyone. They it, just can't. It's it, conference play. Everybody yeah. knows everybody. It's, it's going to be a tough game every night. So uh, I go with Pico, but I could see Chambers. Chambers, Underwood, prize deserving as yeah. much as anyone. Yeah. Um, but I don't think many people were talking about Penn State coming in the year. I thought no. we had a chance. I thought so they, they were going to be, be bad. Good. I thought Chambers. I thought this was the most but important year he's ever had. The fact Rutgers, as you said, hasn't made it since '91. I mean, it's Rutgers. It's no one Rutgers, thinks of yeah, Rutgers exactly. basketball. Buckers. I want credit for being extremely bullish on Steve Peichel, even when they hired him. So, uh, point for Josh. You get extra credit. Yes, uh, Player of the Year, Luke Garza. Been saying that for a couple weeks now. He is. I saw a stat, and I wish I would have saved it. He is like the first Big Ten player to have nine straight twenty-point games in Big Ten play, like ever. He gets his every night. It doesn't matter. You gotta, you gotta stop the other guys. Mm-hmm. Just let him go. Yeah, because he's gonna get his, yeah. as you said. Uh, it's hard to argue Luca Garza, but a guy like. Jalen Smith. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to pick Jalen Smith. Yeah, his sticks is really good Teams, right now. I mean, his team is leading the Big Ten, 9-3 yeah. in conference play, averaging 15 points, 10 rebounds, almost three blocks a game, yeah, uh, knocking down three I think they could both be first-team All-American. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I think Garza just has a little more. Garza might be national player of the year. I don't know. He's it's going to be interesting. But Smith's right there. That's a good pick. I was just picking him That's to be different because I, like I was going to pick Garza. but well, You let me go first. So. I'll let you go first. Uh, do you want? Do you want to do a sixth man? I think it's going to be your boy Feliz, Andres Feliz. I think he's come off the bench every single Big Ten game, and honestly, he's probably been their best player over the past three or four games. Yeah, um, he's aver- the only one I can think of averaging over ten points a game off the bench. He's a bulldog. He's their glue guy. Plays starters minutes. Yep. Um, so, uh, do you want to do defense? I'll just say No Gel Eastern. Um, it's hard to argue with No Gel Eastern. He's been a bulldog this um, year. He keeps shutting down. Opposing players. So. Yes. Uh, I'm probably going to throw Jalen Smith out there. Yeah. Averaging yeah, that's a good one. almost three blocks a game. It's tough, even when you watch a lot of Victor basketball, to know who's really good at defense, mm-hmm. unless they stand out with lost steals or something. So, What else we got? First team, all Big Ten. You want me to go first? Um, Anthony Cowan on it. Uh, Cassius Winston will yeah. probably make it. Yeah. Um, he's about the only guy they have that's really playing well. And even, I mean, he missed the game tying free throw with seven. He has so much left. pressure on him to do everything because Tillman's not helping him out mm-hmm. out much. Henry's awful. Um, Malik Hall hasn't played well. Their, their newcomers haven't the, played well. The guy who has been playing pretty well here lately is Rocket Watts. Uh, yeah. He's, he's kind of stepped up. But, geez. Here, but they've lost three they, in a row. I mean, Winston's got to do everything every night just to keep them in games. Mm hmm. Big one tomorrow night. But, yeah, I I agree with Winston. Lamar Stevens? Yeah, easily. Easily. Guys, 2,000-point career score. Had yep. 33 the other day averaging, against uh, Minnesota. Averaging 17 and 7. Tough matchup. A game. Uh, Jalen Smith. Yep. Luke Garza. Yep. There's five. Uh, I think it's pretty set in stone. There's also got Marcus Carr has really good numbers. He's been pretty inefficient. How about Daniel Oturu? Daniel Oturu has had a great year. I mean, uh, <laughs> averaging a double-double. Maybe double. you go bigs and take you Cowan just out. just go all – I. You could almost make an argument. There's five big guys that you could put on on the first team, yeah. and but that's not going to happen. But freshman of the year, Kofi Coburn. 
Um, I will also say Kofi Coburn. However, he's been pretty bad here the past four or five. Kind of hit a freshman wall. Easily um, wins it right now. but Trace we'll Jackson Davis has pretty comparable numbers to him. Supposedly uh, he, he told reporters the other day that he is coming back for a sophomore year. Already announced. Really? Yep. It's kind of That helps him out a ton next year. Well, I, I don't think he'd get drafted if he jumped. Maybe second round. Really? I, th- I think he's more of a pro Maybe prospect than Coburn is with his length. Athleticism. He doesn't shoot the ball outside of 10 feet, but here it is Coburn. Yeah. Um, C.J. Frederick, redshirt freshman for Iowa. He's really taking the reins of point guard. Him and Connor McCaffrey. I almost said Christian McCaffrey. No, yeah. <laughs> um, since What's uh, the younger Bohan, one's name? Uh, I think his name's Patrick. Yeah. He yeah ha- I think he's redshirting. He is redshirting. They showed him on the bench um, the, other, the other day. Unfortunately, I am blanking on any other freshman. Uh, oh, uh, Franz Wagner would probably be on the – He's uh, starting to play well. He's starting to play really well. Uh, and he struggled there for a while. He went through a bad shooting slump, kind of like Aaron Wheeler did. Though Franz's usage is a lot higher than Aaron Wheeler. There's four. <laughs> it's, Nebraska probably has a guy with how young they are. Cam Mack, is he a freshman? I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you I off the really, top of my head. I haven't really watched. Yep. I've tried not to watch Nebraska at all. <laughs> they're, they're not fun to watch. No. But, yeah, uh, the Big Tens, I mean, week to week, it's crazy. Um, going into last week, the Friday night matchup, inclu- um, including your line, I was for first place in the Big Ten between Illinois and Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, tough loss at home for the Illini. Yeah, got up 14, yeah. but the whole time you just knew the run was coming. And, honest, Maryland played a lot better with Anthony Cowan on the bench. That's kind of weird. Kind of when they made their run. Uh, they're real good. Squad still pretty good. When young, other guys are helping yeah. Smith and um, Cowan, I mean, especially Eric Ayala had a great game. Uh, Wiggins, uh, what's his first name? Do you remember? It's not a, it's not Aaron Wiggins, <laughs> is it? It might be Aaron Wiggins. That sounds right. Isn't Aaron Wiggins with in the NBA? Wasn't he? At Kansas? Oh, that's um, the guy who just got traded to the Warriors. Wiggins, uh, his name's not Aaron Wiggins. It's, it's blanking me though. But um, yeah, I, I mean that. You you were about as mad as I've ever seen you watching well, a game. Well, I wasn't really mad throughout. Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins was the uh, I think Aaron might be his brother. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyways. Um, I wasn't really mad during it. Yes, I, you were. I was mad at one particular play. was really the only you time. You yelled a lot during the game. I yelled, but uh, the one play in particular that I was real hot was they Georgia, uh, hit a three to cut it to one, four, got a stop. Uh, Georgie got the rebound, and he had Io DeSumo right next to him, tries to force a pass into Frazier, gets picked off, and Maryland hits a three. It was game over then. There was, what, six minutes left? Maryland goes up four, and they just never even cut it close again. I was thinking maybe you were so mad because of your future Illinois bet you placed a while back. I wasn't even. I completely forgot I made that bet. <laughs> uh, no, I knew going in that there's just no way they're going to win the Big Ten. I mean, it was great to be up there for the first ten games, but I knew I if I if somebody gave me the choice between you could have one or the other, you can either have a guaranteed <laughs> playing game spot in the NCAA tournament right now. Or take your chance the rest of the way. I would probably take the playing game. Oh spot. come on! Man. I, that, I mean, they haven't been to the NCAA tournament in seven years. I, I think the streak will end. Um, it should, even if they lose their next three, which is very plausible. Schedule lightens up a little bit. I think if they get to, if they just win three more, get to eleven wins, eleven and nine, might be on that nine ten seed line. But they'd get in, 
And they have Northwestern, Nebraska, Ohio State, Indiana. Indiana home. Um, And they have a home game against a team reeling right now in Michigan State. Unfortunately, I hate that they're reeling. I wish they were coming in winners of like 12 in a row. Yeah. But um, that's not the case. Um, But (laughs) just to lock in a spot in the tournament, I would take it because I am uh, (laughs) – I don't know. I'm real. I'm real nervous about it. First it's a big time, week for this it's, week. it's pretty big week. Yeah. I'm not really worried about this week. I'm mainly worried about at Northwestern, uh, Indiana at home, at Ohio State, Iowa at home, then Big Ten tournament. It's gonna be a real. You know, it. I would kill for a split right now, um, this week with Michigan State, and then at Rutgers. I think Rutgers is gettable. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah, that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me an NCAA tournament bid, please. Um, but I guess what were some other takeaways from your standpoint as a Big Ten fan uh, this past week? Um, I thought it, I mean you'll probably talk about the Purdue Indiana game a little bit, but I thought it was funny. Bob Knight comes back for the first time in twenty years, nineteen. Yeah, let's years. Ju- let's just address the Bob Knight stuff now and um, get that out of the way before we. The even broadcast talk about it. was brutal with Dick Vitale. They weren't even talking about Purdue, and Purdue went in there with their worst team in what five years? I'd say probably since. 2015? Uh, 14, 15, they made the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, they're what, like yep. an 8, 9 seed, yep, yep. Uh, which is pretty comparable to this yeah, team. Yeah, lost to the um, Cincinnati. Lost yep. to Cincinnati. Yep. Um, and Purdue went in there, Bob Knight Day, crowds pumped, loud. Amped, 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 yeah. Um, and they go in Cubans there and in just the house. essentially in the house. blow them out, beat them by – what 12. was the final score? Twelve. It was the biggest win at Assembly Hall for Purdue since like nineteen. I want to say seventy four, sometime in the seventies. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think uh, Indiana plays very hard at all. Um, they're just they do, don't shoot the ball well. For how long. do you not get your team pumped up for that day? That's question. Especially coming out in the second half after the yeah arena was just um, buzzing at halftime due to the ceremony. You guys were what up nine. At halftime. Yeah, ended at 12 run In the first play in the half, second half, no, Joe Eastern gets a wide open layup. First yeah. play. <laughs> They're just, After man. Bob Knight told the crowd, play defense. Yeah, he started a defense chant, didn't he? But uh, let, let's let's talk about a little more about Bob Knight thing. Um, did you ever think you would see Bob Knight back in Assembly Hall? Honestly. After 20 years of with, getting fired 20 years ago. With not being an Indiana fan, I didn't really ever think about it. Yeah. But I just... Never even thought about it. I didn't even know he really hadn't been back at all since. Oh, the, um, well, there's been so many chances they invite him back. That he got inducted into the Indiana Hall of Fame and didn't go back. <laughs> when A.J. Guyton got inducted, he didn't go back. They they have celebrated many national championship teams, including the 87 championship team. He didn't go back. He hadn't been back in what, – what was the day? Was it 2001? 2000. 2000. So it's been almost 20 years because it was after, September. After they lost to Pepperdine a couple months or a yeah. month or two later. Um, yep. His last time he was in Assembly Hall coaching a game, he beat Purdue in 2000. A long time ago. Yeah. And he said he hopes everyone that was in the administrative – every administrator, he, he said he wished they were dead. Every, everyone five that years, was four, that had uh, anything to do with his mm-hmm. firing, he wished they were dead. He said that on the Dan Patrick Show a few years ago. And then he decides to come back, and he makes the day all about himself. Um, Pete, the IU fans didn't even really care about the game. It was all Bob Knight, yeah, Bob Knight. A lot of them don't that game about the loss. is probably the biggest game they've had at Assembly Hall in three years, mm-hmm. probably three, four years. I mean, since the crit, or the Watford shot, probably 
that's a game you cannot lose if you want to make the NCAA tournament. A home game against a Purdue team that's eh, they're in now, but still, I mean, they lose a game or two and they're back on the bubble. You know, um, you have to win that home game, especially when you're favored. Uh, yeah, against your arch rival, mm-hmm. you've lost five straight to them, including three straight in your building, which is embarrassing. And yeah, and they laid an egg. I mean, they got up 5 nothing. I mm-hmm. thought Purdue's going to be down 18 again. Place is going to be rocking. I think their last lead of the game was 28-25. I thought they were going to start pulling away then, but then Purdue goes on a 12-0 run in the half. And Purdue did a great job of hitting the big shots in runs. Oh. And there was four or Stopping five different guys mm-hmm. that did it. Uh, Aaron Wheeler, Sasha Stavanovic, Isaiah Thompson, You're, Matt Harms. You can't even pronounce his name. Dockage can't pronounce his name. Stavanovic. I said Vich. You said Vic. Oh, I bet. Well, spelled like that at the end. There's Dan, no H on the end. Dan Dan Dockich cannot. And he's a region him. boy, so he should know, be able to. And he's good friends with his dad. Man. But, his dad uh, always gives him crap. But you know, I I will say this: I I'm too young to remember the Bob Knight Gene Katie rivalry. I just am educated from being a Purdue fan and growing up in the household I did with my dad being a huge Purdue fan and a very anti Bob Knight guy. Um, but it was nice, I guess, to see him back there. Maybe get him some closure. And, and get him back there while he still can, before it's too late, before he's deceased. Yeah. Say. I mean, so. IU fans can close the book on it, I guess. The older ones especially. Um, well, all I, the college kids playing, some uh, of them weren't even born. I'm born. But in the ones that were born were way, way too young to even remember. I mean, I was eight years old. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember him ever coaching a game for Indiana, like watching a game. Him, I remember him at Texas Tech. Sure. Um, but uh, it, it was strange that they honored a 1980 Big Ten championship team that lost in the Sweet 16 to Purdue. Yeah. And they honored them against Purdue. That was kind of weird out of all teams. But Isaiah Thomas, Mike Woodson, um, Randy, Whitman. Randy Whitman, Quinn Buckner, mm-hmm. and a couple others. So, yeah, yeah, big, big day. And I was just – I was happy uh, the Boilers went there and – in there and got the win and like like you mentioned that telecast was one of the most annoying i've ever watched it was the word it I, I i get all of it at halftime that's mm-hmm. fine even even talking about in the first half leading up to it but they just kept continuing talking about in the second half showing graphics doing the split screen doing the double screen when they had mike woodson on you know showing him not even talking about the game there's big plays happening on the court for purdue and they weren't even talking about it that was what I was about to say. I mean, they had the split screen, all the graphics and all that, but then Purdue hit a three to go up 11, and it was like, and Purdue hits a three to go up 11. And then they start talking about Bob Knight again. It, uh, yeah. I know it was a monumental moment, but if you're not an Indiana fan, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, it was, I couldn't have cared less. Yeah, and the whole thing with him and Dick Vitale at halftime was weird. Um, I don't think that was a joke. I think there was some serious stuff going on there. I think I think Vital touched his hair, and Bob Knight said, "Don't touch my hair." I think that's how I that read his lips. Would have been kind of snapped. I thought he was going to knock him out for a second. That would have been classic um, if he. Uh, that would have turned the whole event upside down <laughs> with the media and everything. <laughs> I don't even know how they would have continued the broadcast. Uh, but Dick Vital might have been crying D- for Dickie a different v. reason <laughs> going into the second half that he Dick, did. Dicky V has tissues up both his nostrils. His nose is bleeding. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I was just proud of my Boilermakers going in there, getting getting their sixth straight win overall in the rivalry, ninth out of their last ten, fourth in their own Assembly Hall since the start of 2017. Purdue's won four games in Assembly Hall. They've only lost three games in Mackey Arena in that time span overall. 
One of them is the Illinois. Yeah. So, I was uh, just about to say, Illinois needs to play Purdue again to get back on track. <laughs> I'd feel better to play right now than I would have just a couple weeks ago, but I don't want to play again. But, uh, yeah, great week for Purdue. I really thought uh, to just blitz Iowa in the way they did and shoot 63% from the field. Maybe that uh, three ball at Northwestern got the Boilers going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could make an argument and then uh, get a guy like Aaron Wheeler. Down eight, I mean. Get down 58 50 with three <laughs> minutes left or three and a half, or whatever uh, it was. Northwestern. Got to love them. Get Bless Aaron, their hearts. Get Aaron Wheeler going. He was eight for nine shooting overall this past week. Um, get him going a little bit. And Boudreaux's playing well. Proctor's playing well. They look like a different team. Hopefully they can keep it going against 13th ranked Penn State at home tomorrow, then on the road at Ohio State Saturday. Um, any any other thoughts from other games this past week before we oh, get into picking the games? Ohio State got murdered by Wisconsin. Wisconsin was hitting threes They're yesterday. playing pretty well. with that. Maybe Kobe Keene was um, – I, I don't know if we talked about this last week. We kind of did, but they're um, – I don't think it was announced last week no, this time. No, uh, but, but we kind of heard the rumors about it. Kobe Keene left because the – and the trainer, I think, resigned or got – I think he resigned. Strength coach and trainer uh, or something strength, Yeah, strength and conditioning coach uh, resigned for using racial – slurs or something like that and that's why kobe king ultimately left um but they're playing better without kobe i mean they blew out they're really good at home of course as they have been um but that was a good win for them Uh, i did have a question um i i a good buddy of the show uh, john glenn football coach austin faust big iu football and basketball fan he asked who has been the more successful program the last five years indiana football or indiana basketball Indiana football has been to more bowls. Um, it's a lot easier. Have, have they? Se- in the past five years. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. They have. IU has not made the tournament since 2016. Correct. Um, so since that time, of course, they've been more. They've been to two bowls, haven't they, in that span? I'll look it up. <clears throat> um, but I would say Indiana football. Absolutely. Isn't that crazy? We're even having this conversation. Yeah, because Indiana football was kind of like Rutgers basketball there for a while until 2007 when they finally – I think it was 2007 they made a bowl. Uh, we also had another question from a good buddy of ours, Cam Screeton. Who wins Big Ten basketball and why? Uh, Indiana football, to go back uh, since in the last five years, they made a bowl game in 15, 16, and 19. So over the past five years, they've been to three bowls. Uh, they've won three buckets. That's big for them. IU basketball went in 16. Did they go in 15? I don't think they went, uh, unless they did, and lost to uh, Wichita State in 15, unless that was 14. Yeah, I think they went in 15. So two NCAA tournament appearances is what you're telling me. And three bowls. It is a lot easier to make a bowl. Yep. Uh, But it's hard not to say. I would say slight edge to their football program. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, Cam Screeton, good buddy, also a big IU fan, and he listens to the show, so hopefully I don't offend him with my uh, (laughs) – Bob Knight uh, hate. Our Bob Knight I don't, I don't hate. know how big of a Bob Knight guy he is. I know his brother's a big Bob Knight guy. No, he wasn't. Did you read his? Oh, I must his have read it wrong. They said, I don't care. He's a horrible human being. I, th- I thought it was the exact other way around. He, he's a horrible human being, but I don't care. So I thought I thought that's what yeah, it read. Anyway, uh, okay. forget it. But he said, who will win the Big Ten in hoops and why? That's a good question. All right, now Maryland's winning it. Um, oh, man, I don't know. I want to hear your answer first. 
Because this is tough. I think Maryland's the best team in the Big Ten. I think they have the most talent. I still don't believe in their coach, but he hasn't. They've won six in a row, though. I get they've that. So is Penn State pretty well. Um, I was also going to mention Penn State because their schedule sets up for them to win it, but they're a game back right now. They did beat Maryland earlier in the year, and that's the only time they play. I'm going to go with Maryland just because. I, last week at this time, I probably would have said Iowa. Yeah, at this time last week I would have too, and I'm almost would have said Illinois. I would have never said Illinois, but uh, I would go with Maryland as well. He also wants to know how many teams do you think make the tournament in That's the Big Ten? That's a great question. Well, let's let's go through them real quick. Mm-hmm. Maryland's lock. Yeah, they're, they're. I think they are the only lock right now in the whole conference. Even though there's a lot of them comfortably in, but I think Penn State's a lock. Unless they lose out or something. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't – yeah. I would um, say Maryland is the only lock, but, yeah, Penn State's sure, going to make sure. it. Penn State's going to make it. Uh, Michigan State's going to make it. Yep. I think Iowa's going to make it. Yep. Illinois is going to make I it. I think Illinois is going to make it. I think Rutgers is going to make it. I think uh, – was oh, man, there's – I think Purdue makes it. I think Purdue makes it. They if, should. If they, if they can win out at home and get one more on the road, I think they're easily in. Easily. But I think they already got – I mean, that's – Going into Indiana for Purdue's a tougher environment than any other Big Ten team going in there. So, I think that was a pretty good road win. What about Wisconsin? L- Lenardi, They're the one I'm back and forth. L- Lenardi has them as a seven. I know. Which is I don't get comfortably it. I in. can't figure it out. So, as of right now, I'd say absolutely they end up making it. Um, I think Michigan gets in. There's eight. Um, I, switched, I wouldn't have said that last week, but I think they get in. They did get a big win at home against Michigan State yesterday. Or Saturday. Yeah. Um, man, I'm still – what about Ohio State? They're kind of the one team, in my opinion. There's, I would say right now they're in. Ohio I don't know State? The, I don't know their yeah. upcoming schedule. So There's two teams for sure not making it. That's Northwestern and Nebraska. Yes, they're out. I think Minnesota doesn't make it. And I, I agree. Lenardi has them as their as – as, I think – first team I think 10 out. get in I think Indiana's out too but due to their upcoming schedule they've dropped four straight games I, I, I think they're out I think I think Ohio State gets in so I think 10 teams I'm gonna look at Ohio State's schedule real quick they're 15 and 8 um yeah I think 10 teams get in I'm sticking with that they have Rutgers and Purdue at home big week they'll be favored they should be favored in both yeah um they have at Iowa yeah it's tough and the way their schedule sets up it's looking pretty good for Ohio State Maryland at home Maryland's pretty good, as we said. Yeah. But who knows two weeks from now what we're going to be thinking. Yep. Uh, at Nebraska, they should win that one. Yeah. But who knows, though? Ohio State has trouble scoring. Nebraska I, yeah. can score a yeah. little bit. Michigan at home, think they get that one. Illinois at home. They, they won at Michigan. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Illinois at home. Illinois went in there and beat them last year. Then at Michigan State, 10 the year, I think Ohio State gets yeah. in. I think 10 teams. That's the number I'm sticking with right now. Is Minnesota, Indiana. 10. Northwestern, Nebraska are the only ones out? Yes. I'm, I'm going to look at Indiana's schedule real quick. It's tough. It's real tough. Iowa at home, tough. That's a big one. At Michigan, at Minnesota. They haven't won on the road besides Nebraska. Penn State at home, at Purdue, at Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin at home uh, to end the year. Both I don't see them winning any of those road games. I think <sighs> they can get some of the home ones, but I don't see them winning on the road once. They have to win those final two against Minnesota and Wisconsin yeah. at home. Yeah. And they probably have to split Penn State and Iowa. 
yeah. at home. Yeah. And then they have to win at least one road yeah. game. Yeah, I don't to, see them winning road games. And even then, it's no guarantee. I think this week's might be their easiest road game at Michigan. Is that Sunday? It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not going to be easy because nope. Michigan. They just are coming off a big win against Michigan State. Michigan's so up up and down, yeah. though. You don't so know is Ohio State, so is Wisconsin, Purdue. There's a lot of up and down teams. It's a crazy. There's really only year been the Big Ten. one team that's been two teams that have been consistently good all year, yeah. and that is Penn State and Maryland. Yeah, consistent. M- yep. Maryland has four losses. Penn State has five. You know. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, let's go ahead stuff. and predict. Some games. I'll we'll bring see. them up All on right. my phone. I appreciate it. No Monday night games uh, this week. Yeah, that's bugging me. I don't. Ah, stupid phone. Sorry. Tuesday night, Penn State at Purdue. I think Purdue wins, but it's going to be a close, closer one than they're used to at home against ranked teams. Um, did you know? Besides their double overtime win against Minnesota, the next closest. Margin of victory at homes against Northwestern, 14 points 14 in December. Points. That's crazy, but I think this one's closer than 14 points, but Purdue wins. Penn State's a tough, tough matchup for Purdue with their size and athleticism, uh, but uh, I think they win. I'm never picking against Purdue at Mackey Arena ever again. <laughs> Nebraska at Maryland. Maryland, easily. I agree. Michigan State at Illinois. Man, this is such a big game for both teams, I really think. Um is Michigan State with their schedule? They lose this one, they could really kind of free fall. They need to win it. Um, and Illinois, I think, just needs it just to get them get them back get them going track. again. You gotta th- gotta think Penn State or Michigan State's gonna be ticked off, but is that gonna yeah. be good or bad? And <laughs> we we thought they'd be ticked off at Michigan yeah, too. Yeah, and and well, they beat Michigan easily the first time around. And we mentioned earlier, Cassius Winston's the only guy doing anything for them. I picked Michigan State last night on the Boiler Breakdown, but I'm flipping and I'm taking Illinois. I'm taking Michigan State. I don't see them losing four in a row. Uh, Illinois needs it because they've lost two in a row at this point. Um, Going to be a raucous environment again. It was the best environment they had at Illinois in years against Maryland. They uh, didn't take advantage of it. Didn't take advantage. That was a huge opportunity blown. Uh, but give me Michigan State on the road. I think they get it done, especially after Illinois beat them there last year. They'll be out for blood. Don't feel good about it. Wednesday night, we have Rutgers at Ohio State. I'm going to take Rutgers. I vehemently agree with you. But I I think that's – oh, man, that's a, that's a toss-up, though. It is. It's a coin flip. Yeah, but I'm going to take Rutgers. Um, I think Rutgers I think Rutgers is too well. physical for them. I agree. It's going to be low scoring, tell you that much. Interesting one. Must win for this team. Michigan at Northwestern. Michigan. Give me Northwestern in a close one. Northwestern's so close. Michigan in a close one because I don't, I don't trust um, Northwestern to win a close game. <laughs> I don't they'll either. They'll be up 14. They'll find a way to blow it. They're due, and this is a very they'll, they'll gettable Michigan They'll be 8 with 10 team. seconds left and lose. <laughs> Thursday night, Iowa at Indiana. Oh, that's big. I, I feel like Iowa usually plays good they at do. Indiana. They do. They won there last year. Bohannon twice against Indiana had heroics. You know, Iowa minute. played hard against Nebraska over the weekend. They smacked them, but they, I thought they actually played hard. They rebounded. If they can I'm take sure. that same intensity into uh-huh. Assembly Hall, they so win. They should. I think Iowa wins in a close one. Um, I'm sure Fran got into him after giving up 100. Well, Archie better get into points. his team. He should. They've lost four straight. And they're, four in a row, really. Yeah, they're real. I mean, that, that Maryland game, they were up six points with 85 seconds left and lost. Yeah. That's kind of broke them. Um, Iowa scores a lot of points. 
Indiana does not. Indiana did not have a single point in transition against Purdue on Saturday. Indiana None. doesn't shoot the ball very well. They're going to have to to beat Iowa, but for some reason I'm picking the Hoosiers. All right. No Friday night games either. That's annoying. I like the I like the Friday nighters. Unless my team <laughs> unless my team's playing in one of them. Yeah, I saw that first ad. <laughs> Purdue at Ohio State. It's going to be my birthday Saturday, so maybe I'm just really hopeful. I'm, I'm going to pick Purdue. Give me the Buckeyes. Can't, no. can't pick Purdue twice in the same week. That's my uh, motto. Northwestern at Penn State. Penn State. Penn State way. large. Wisconsin at Nebraska. Wisconsin. Give me Nebraska. I'm liking the uh, two worst teams in the uh, Big Ten this week. Maryland at Michigan picks, State. One of us is going to look like a genius. The other one's going to look like a complete idiot. It's be me. I'm going to look like the idiot. idiot. I know. I was just about to say. Which one, what's this one? Maryland at Michigan That's State. That's a huge game. Um, I picked the Spartans to lose against Illinois. That'd be four straight. I can't see them losing five straight, even though Maryland's the best team they'll play. They play Maryland twice in, I think, the next four or five games. But I will take Michigan State in that one. Illinois at Who'd you pick? Michigan State, sorry. Oh, okay. Illinois at Rutgers. You know, I have Illinois beating Michigan State, but I'm going to have them losing to Rutgers. Rutgers hadn't lost in Iraq yet. So. This will be the J-Man's Book It prediction of the week. I think Illinois splits this week. I think they lose to Michigan State, win at Rutgers. Rutgers, as we said. They, they won an ugly one last time against them. Yeah, shot 28% and somehow that's, found a way to win. That's absurd. <laughs> um, Rutgers is due for a home loss. Should have happened on Sunday. For whatever reason, I think Illinois wins 46-43. <laughs> even Steve throws out prediction. <laughs> the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. And also his email is travis.watchering at infb.com. And you can find him on Twitter and Facebook as well. Indiana at Michigan, Sunday afternoon. Michigan. I agree. I think Michigan gets her done. I just at home. I don't like IU on the road. This is an interesting one. Minnesota is uh, twelve and eleven, and is in Lenardi's last four out or whatever. First two, four, two first man four team. Out. Uh, they really, if Gabe Kalsher can get going, yeah. they have three guys. But other than that, uh, Iowa at Minnesota at the barn. Give me the uh, Gophers at home. I'm taking Iowa just because I was planning on picking the Gophers, but uh, I picked them at home a lot. That's a tough place. To That's play. a tough place. To well, play. what is it in the Big Ten? Give me, give me the Hawks uh, on the road. Let's go. Can you uh, pull up uh, Butler Notre Dame games? Please? I will do that. Please. Let's see. Uh, did you watch any of that Duke Carolina game the other day I while did. we were on the national talk? I did. That watch was insane. What a meltdown by Carolina! I picked Carolina before the game, and then they did that. Duke is currently beating number eight Florida State, sixteen to eight. Notre Dame has a tough yeah, a tough week. Tough, tough week. week. I know um, I know I know their matchups. At Virginia. Yeah, I got I got Virginia. Uh Virginia is predicted eleven seed right 11 now. Eleven seed right now. Notre Dame, are they out? Yeah, right now. And, and they haven't beat anybody. Mm-mm. That's the problem. They have a decent record, but I think mean, Notre Dame loses both games this week because then they have to go to Cameron Indoor Yeah, they're gonna get killed Saturday. Saturday. They're gonna get shellacked. This is the last show before you turn twenty eight. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> What conference does Butler play in the Big East? Yes. No Big East games Monday and Tuesday. They this got week. a gettable week this week, if I remember correctly. Two they home do, games. but they have struggled at home. They lost Seton Hall and Providence. At, they struggled at a Pfizer Forum yesterday against uh, Marquette. Two. This is a huge game for really both teams. Uh, Wednesday night down at Hinkle 
Xavier. Jimmy Butler. I'm also taking Butler. Xavier is one of the last teams in or first teams You've out. You've picked Butler more this year, way more than you did last year. Like you're trying to make up for making well, all the Bulldog fans mad last year. They have to win both these games this week because then next week they have at Seton Hall, at Creighton. Yeah, those are two good have teams. Have to. Yeah. What's, what's the other game they got this Georgetown. week? Georgetown. Yeah, they win that Saturday. one. I. They won, they won a, didn't they win a close one at Georgetown earlier this year? I think it was just a few weeks ago, wasn't it? I'm going to go look at their schedule. Tuesday, January 28th, one by five. Yep. At uh, Minutemen. Minutemen? Pat- They're not the Minutemen. They, they are, are the Hoyas. Hoyas. The, the Minutemen are is UMass. Um, Massachusetts. <laughs> Patrick Chewing Ewing is going to be in the building. He cool. Yeah. He had a pretty good career. Pacer fans will probably boo him. <laughs> Old Nick Pacer rivalry. John Starks come out with him. Oh, geez. Yeah. Good old days when the NBA was worth watching. Watching any of the NBA? Do I? Yeah. Have Have you really? I watched a little bit of the Blazers-Jazz game Friday night. That was the most probably I've watched. And Portland got uh, kind of... got sc- hosed. Yeah. That was hosed, unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know how you missed that goaltending call. How how did, Can they not review it? Because you can in college basketball <laughs> under... Must not be able to because that was clearly on the glass. That would have tied the tied the game or given them the lead. That's I think it would question. have tied. I didn't it. watch the. I saw the highlights of that. Uh, so, I watched so the first half. Um, Those are late games. They had been playing pretty well too. There's drama in Philly. <laughs> Joel and Beats kind of. He's well, a, Charles Barkley called him the Cleveland Browns of the NBA. <laughs> he's called him soft. Shaq went off on him. Um, <laughs> I think Embiid yeah, the is thing just was, incredibly unlikable. Uh, I picked the Sixers to beat the Clippers in the finals. You picked the Clippers to beat the Sixers in the finals. I did? Yeah, I believe so. I know I picked the Sixers to I win should, it all. I should have taken the Bucks. Yeah, Why didn't I take you, the Bucks? You've been on the Bucks bandwagon for the last couple of years. And I don't they know. have seven losses this year. You know, I don't think I had the Raptors in the playoffs, and they won 15 straight. Yeah, they're good. They're a good ball club. Without Kawhi. I mean, no, that's Kawhi. really impressive. Their coach is the real deal. Don't know his name, but they're the real deal. Nick Nurse. You know, it's annoying. Golden State's had a bad year this year, and they're just going to reload. Yeah, Clay will be back next year. Steph will be back next year. You're going to get Andrew Wiggins. You're going to get a good draft pick. Mm -hmm. I think their first-round pick was protected because they traded it to uh, Minnesota. Yep. So, You want to hear some birdie bogey real quick? We've got about six minutes left. Yeah, what else are we going to You can hit on some baseball real quick. uh, Okay. Baseball. uh, Pitchers and catchers report, I think, Wednesday. Oh, huge, huge trade, Mookie Betts. Did it finally go through? Finally went through yesterday. David Price to uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs. It's kind of funny, a guy by the name of Jeter, wonder who he he was named after, going to Boston. Real quick, we should have talked about this earlier. We don't have much time. There was some news about the MLB playoffs today, potentially in the future. Yeah, that they might expand it to – Seven teams? Five to seven teams in each league, and the team with the best record gets to choose their opponent, which is just asinine. <laughs> asinine. Terrible idea. Rob, oh, I want to, I do not like Rob Manfred. Hate him. Do you like Goodell more? Like Roger Goodell infinitely Whoa. times more. Whoa. Why did MLB have to hire a guy that hates baseball to run their league? It's preposterous. All right. I can't yeah. stand Rob Manfred. You feel pretty strong about Rod Manfred. Oh, Rob Manfred. Oh, I hate him. The Tan and J Man Show Nation knows that now. I'm sure, he's, I'm sure he's a heck of a nice guy, but goodness 
gracious. All right, give me this birdie bogey again. James Harden recorded his 42nd career 40-point. Yes, that 40 points. Double-double when he had 40 points and 12 assists against the Hornets on Tuesday. Second most since the NBA-ABA merger. Who knows, this might already be out of date by then because this is Tuesday. Um, who's the only player with more? 40-point double-doubles. 40 points and at least 10 rebounds tennis or 10 assists. Oh, man. Got the arrow. No. Darn it. I got like five guys that come to my mind. That's the problem. He, he played in our lifetime. He was a big part of our formative years. Formative years. Um, was it Kobe? No. Mm. Former teammate. Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Well, I should have known because you said Hall of Famer, and Kobe's not in the Hall of Fame yet. That was my bad. He had 43 of them in his career. Uh, can you name the guy that's third? Oscar Robson? Michael Jordan. Well, yeah, Michael Jordan's a pretty good guess for a it lot. It is, of, but it uh, almost seems too easy to guess him. But yet, it ends up being him more times than not. So, I am awful when it comes in. I'm, I'm phoning a friend next time. When, when you should have phoned a, a friend this time. You I, said no. I told you no. Yeah. Um, but as old Carlos Zambrano said after they lost the game, we stinks. Yes. <laughs> when it comes in, yeah, I am terrible. I will admit that. We stinks. Well, I will admit that I'm not good. Uh, one thing I wanted to do at start a show, and I forgot. I know we talk mostly national sports and regional sports, but I did want to give congratulations to the Rochester Lady Zebra basketball team for winning their first sectional since 2016. And a congratulations to Wade Schaefer, the wrestler, for making it out the semi-state, and all of the swimmers and divers who advanced from sectionals. So congratulations to all those ladies and men. It's our alma mater. Yes. So... <laughs> Um, and the Zebras play uh, Lafayette Central, Central I did Catholic. see they play Lafayette Central. Um, Where, where's that game Frankfurt. at? Frankfurt. Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs. Uh, where Blue Chips was filmed. Uh, Blue Chips was filmed? Yeah. I knew that. Yes. The huge arena. Which Bob Knight was in. So, Blue Chips. Hopefully we don't have to. Now that Bob Knight's been back, hopefully we do not have to hear his name. I know all the You old, live in the wrong state to not I hear do. his name. I, should, I, should, I don't know where it would be worse, Iowa or Indiana. <laughs> I have to hear about... <laughs> Hayden Fry all the time. And, uh, Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz is a heck of a nice guy. He, he just seems like, I mean, you kind of bump shoulders with him. Oh, once, he's, yeah, he's very friendly. A lot more friendly than Brian Kelly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that hard to do? These bobbleheads are more friendly than Brian Kelly. Uh, they can't speak. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap us up, J-Man. Thanks for watching. And I'm bringing it back. The Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. Free ISC Sports Network uh, app. Go download it. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Noble Dome LLC, Travis Watching, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent, and the damn landing. Go get your burgers, get your beers, get your damn, damn smoke uh, at the damn landing. Uh, we are also on SoundCloud. Nope. No, we're not. Audio boom. About anywhere it's about SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever you call it, please. Google Podcast, iHeartRadio. Yep. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Happy Valentine's Day yep. to everyone. Happy birthday, too. To Thank you. Dog. We'll see you next Monday on the Tan and Jamie. 1,451 days and counting. Who's your fans? Go Cubs.